Welcome to the Fit Strength Performance Podcast, where you will be informed, educated, and empowered in order to take charge and take action so you can reach your athletic and or fitness goals. The only way for you to get stronger, faster, and better conditioned is to be consistent every day, all year long, doing things that will ensure your mind and body are strong and resilient. If you're ready to make changes, then let's go. I would like to take a quick break to mention one of our sponsors. Fit Strength Performance is the top sports performance facility located in Fairport, New York for athletes 11 and older. At Fit Strength, athletes are prepared mentally and physically for the demands of their sport through improving explosiveness, gaining strength, and increasing mobility and flexibility, and reducing their likelihood of an injury. At Fit Strength, the semi-private model, four athletes to one coach, allows each athlete to get custom programming and individualized attention to make sure their form is good and energy stays high. For more information about Fit Strength, please email info at Fit hyphenstrength.com. That is info at fit-strength.com. Now back to the show. Do you know Jalen Pickett? If you don't and you are a guard, meaning you're a basketball player and your position is a guard, you need to look up this kid's profile. Now I'm a Rochester guy, Fairport native, and you know Jalen Pickett is a Rochester dude. Um, you know, played at Aquinas, a, pri- a private school here locally, went off to play at Siena and then transferred to Penn State. Um, and I think this is a kid, a young man who, you know, basketball players, especially in the Rochester area, should be looking up to um, because of, you know, his skill set, his attributes, what it seems that he has been able to develop versus having this, you know, God-given genetic ability. Um, And that's something that, you know, a lot of people say in basketball that, you know, you just need the genetics, right? That does play a role at the higher levels for sure, right? You have to be tall. Um, Most basketball players are extremely athletic. And then many of them have a low training age when it comes to performance, but they are just freak athletes. They can just do anything they want from a speed perspective, change of direction, a vertical, their skill set on the court, right? You know, basketball players are just gifted individuals from a, from a place of just figuring it out, their body figuring it out. But when I, you know, when I caught wind of Jalen Pickett and I followed him a little bit, you know, over the years, but especially this year over at Penn State, you know, he, he really raised my eyebrows because, you know, I, I look at a lot of, a lot of kids in my area um, and, you know, you get, you get the mindset of just like some kids are just like, I'm going D1 no matter what. Doesn't matter my effort, doesn't matter my ability, I'm going D1, I'm playing pro ball, it doesn't matter, that's what's going to happen. And that's a good attitude, but from the realization of it, like, you got to put in the work. Like, you, if you want to be a Division One professional basketball player, you got to make a lot of sacrifices. You got to put in a lot of hours, you know, on the court, in the weight room, you got to have a, a, a string of luck that there's no bad injuries and you get looked at by the by the right coach at the right tournament and you played the way that you know that person really needed a player to play um and then you know you get the genetic freaks you get the dudes that are 6'10 crazy athletic doesn't matter what they do 
they're they're just stallions they're studs they're better than the pack um <clears throat> some of our local kids they go on to prep school their junior senior year um but when i look at jalen and this is going to em- emphasize my what i think you know you young guards d- despite where you're coming at where you're coming from um you know he is is his stat sheet's crazy 6-4, right? Height plays a role. 6-4, and sometimes those stat sheets are a little um, a little embellished, and maybe he's not 6-4, but again, 6-4, 209 as a point guard. 6-4, 209. Um, average about 17 points, 7 boards, 7 assists, right? That's a solid, a, a solid stat sheet, and also started in 36 games, average 36 or 37 minutes a game so this is highlighting a lot if you really pack into uh, potentially what he did as he entered college and even before college because I know you know if you go on you know Penn State basketball their Instagram you know their website even if you look at you know Jalen's Instagram you you can catch images of them in the weight room so from the the conversation that I have a lot with with you know basketball players or coaches it's like you know do you think that kid is d1 and what I always think about is like can that kid guard the other position from a skill set standpoint we got there's a lot of kids that can hoop at the d1 level right they got crazy range their handles good um you know they can finish they can get a bucket um you know they they may be they may have tenacity they may be um, you know, ultra competitive, but at the end of the day, like when I look at some kids, I'm like, well, you can't guard the, your, the opponent. So if I look at like an 18 year old kid right now, and then I look at them stepping on the court with a six, four, two ten point guard. I mean, that's a, that's a different person on the court. Talk about old man strength. You know, that's like, you know, me being 34, hitting like 188 190 like that's 20 pounds on me and I think that highlights the the fact that one playing starting in every game playing 37 minutes a game right that's going to show the durability that's showing that you know what he's done has helped him be durable to handle a you know a long division one college basketball season to handle going up 94 feet uh, with his other opponents. You know, they just played Purdue the other day. He's, uh, you know, he's putting up 17 points a game, but this last few games he's had like 27, 26, right? So he's taken on a hefty amount of, um, you know, the offensive load, and his body isn't breaking down, hence the stat sheet. And I think that I think that's something that athletes should 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 um, you know take into account because there there does say something about someone who is dense who is athletic and you know who is strong and what it means for them on the basketball court so you know for those of you that haven't you know seen Jalen play I think the other huge factor is he's not a rim rocker right like I've seen him hoop I know he can jump he can dunk like but he's got a very old school fundamental um, game where he plays to his strengths and he plays under control. And I think when athletes, when basketball players have that size 
you know, not, you know, not just natural, but have that size, there's an element of confidence. There's an element of control. There's an element of, you know, being able to handle your body well, hence the, the reasoning. His game is somewhat old school where, you know, he takes his opponents into the post. He, he's got a great pull-up. He knows how to create space with his body. He protects the ball well. And those are all great attributes that guards need to have at the high school level, the Division I level, um, and size plays a huge role. You know, and I, and I think because of the size, you can get away with not being this, you know, 38-inch, 40-inch vertical, you know, athletic basketball player that's rim-rocking and relying on pure athleticism. And that's where we talk about durability, because those athletes who are genetically gifted, who can jump crazy high, who are just so athletic, fast, they're the ones coming down with those soft tissue injuries. They're the ones coming down who, you know, are dealing with the chronic knee pain at a young age that are taking them, that are keeping them off the court. Um, but when you have that size and that density, your body isn't just relying on the tendons. Your body isn't just relying on one system. You know, so, so that's, you know, it, it's kind of, this is kind of a ramble. But again, you know, I watched the Purdue game and I've seen some other games and I think a lot of guards need to take into account, you know, what, what, what Jalen's doing, what he's done. You know, instead of chasing seven days a week of the skill development, while that's super important, Instead of always just trying to, you know, I just want to jump higher, jump higher, dunk, dunk, dunk. Well, that's super important. You know, think about what life would be like on the court if you played with 10 more pounds, an athletic 10 pounds. Because you see some, you see some athletes that are 210, 220 that are guards and, excuse me, they, you know, they don't look as athletic. But, you know, when you look at Jalen and other guards that are that, you know, that status, that stature who move well. You know, it's such a value. And I think of like Chauncey Billups, right? Chauncey Billups, huge fan of Chauncey Billups back in the day with the Pistons. You know, m- you know Mr. Big Time. You know, he, same, same idea. Strong, could stick the three, had a great pull-up, great mid-range game, took his opponents into the post, could D up anyone, one through five, because of his size and strength. And when that occurs, you just are, you're just invaluable to a team. Because why, why do you ever have to get off the court? Because if you're a point guard, two guard, three guard, they can guard one through five, and you can play the point, the, the, the two spot, the three spot, but also take your opponents into the post. A point guard in the post is phenomenal because point guards see the floor well. Point guards, are pat, you know, they, they can pass well. So if you get the ball in the post, the defense is going to suck in. So that just means you can use your strengths that, you know, your strengths instead of a, a big, you know, there aren't too many, um, you know, jokers out there, right? There aren't too many jokers out there who are, who are seven foot, are centers and can pass the ball, right? But there are a lot of point guards that can pass the ball. So if you get a point guard who is strong and can handle the ball in the paint, you're just going to open the floor for your opponents and you're going to make it a hard, hard fought day for the other team. So again, just to recap, you know, check out Jalen Pickett, check out his stats, check out his skill set, but take into account, you know, he's 6'4", 210, 
and he's got a stat line that's phenomenal, right? 37 minutes, 30, 36 games, 37 games, averaging 37 minutes, putting up 17 points a game, averaging seven assists, seven rebounds, um, you know, steals and, and, you know, steals and probably, a, you know, point, you know, half a block a game. But, you know, he's filling up the stat line and hence why he's like the, you know, the top point guard in Division One, And there's a, probably a high likelihood that he gets, he's a first round draft pick. Um, and with that size, you know he's going to see the floor in the league. You know it because how many point guards are that size, right? Even look at Russell Westbrook, right? Westbrook is 6'4", very athletic, but again, he's a slender-looking dude. And, and that is something that is valuable, but again, limited jump shot. You know, he can take the ball into the paint, but again, you know, He's more of that score-first point guard versus, you know, a point guard like Jalen who's got the skill set um, that he has. So check him out. Look him up. Um, if you're a Rochester dude, you know, you, you got to take into account if you're a guard. Can, if you want to play D1, can you guard a Division One point guard, right? If you're a buck 55 and you want to go D1, step on the floor with Jalen Pickett who's 6'4", 210, like you, mentally you're going to be, you're going to struggle. Mentally you're struggling. That's intimidating right there. So if you're 155 and you're a ninth grader, 160 and you're a ninth grader and you want to play pro, you go D1 basketball, even if you're, you know, a sophomore entering your junior year, you know, and you're 160, you know, you want to play D1, I promise you, you need to get to that 180 mark or coaches are just going to say, hey, like you just got to get bigger. You know, you can't compete at the Division One level at, you know, six foot, six one, 160 pounds. That's going to be a, you're going to be tough on the court, you know, to guard the, the opponent and not tough in a good way. You know, you're going to, the, your opponent is going to have their way around with you. Um, so just food for thought with this episode. Um, this is probably going to be episode, um, you know, 65. No, it's going to be episode 66. So this will be going out, you know, next week. And, um, you know, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to the show. If this episode was helpful in any way, please share this episode with a teammate, a parent, or a coach to help get this podcast in front of many people like yourself. I really appreciate your support. For more information about sports performance training, follow us on Instagram at fitstrength underscore performance or subscribe to our YouTube channel that has over 1,500 videos. Have a great day and happy training.